welcome to the Espresso Monkey Show. We're going to cover organs on chips. What the hell is organs on chips? Well, this is a technology that sort of started at the Wies Institute affiliated with Harvard University. Organs on chips allow researchers to simulate cells in the human body for drug development, disease modeling, and personalized medicine. So what are organs on chips? The Wies Institute, affiliated with Harvard, is leading the development of a breathtaking medical technology called Human Organs on Chips. The project allows small units of human organ tissue to be grown on polymer chips that recreate the biochemistry, function, and response of the cells in our organs. The cells are thus able to grow in realistic arrangements. Additionally, Mechanical simulations applied to the chips allow the cells to behave as they would naturally in human organs. By creating an environment that mimics the way cells feel and act in the human body, researchers are able to better understand and predict what is going to happen when medicines are given to humans. So let's think about this for a second. Why is this a better technology than what currently exists? Well, Organs on chips help to make the drug discovery process more effective and more efficient. This helps solve a big problem in medical research. Currently, we test drugs in two main ways. One, in petri dishes, or number two, on animals. Well, you know, despite the fact that testing on animals has implications for, you know, animal rights activists, that's not what we're going to focus on here. Um... You know, these two, ultimately the two methods of testing, petri dishes and animals, during the drug discovery process are imperfect, um, and here's why. The cells in petri dishes don't behave exactly the way they do in a living being. For animal trials, animal trials fail to predict exact drug response in an actual human Organs on chips better mimic the microbiology of a human by building simulations that closely resemble the way cells respond to medicine in the human body. Medical researchers can find new drugs more effectively. So let's talk about the design of organs on chips. How are the chips designed? The chip itself is made of a clear flexible polymer. It is translucent so that we can see through the walls of the structure and observe what is happening among the human cells on the chip. By attaching the chip to various tubes and sensors, we can simulate blood flow to create a dynamic environment that brings in nutrients and removes waste products. The chip has hollow microfluidic channels lined by living human organ-specific cells interface with a human endothelial cell-lined artificial vasculature. Since cells are able to grow naturally with features like capillaries that allow blood flow to and from the cells, they behave naturally the way they would inside our bodies. Let's talk about how they actually use organs on chips to simulate human living cells. So the chips don't recreate entire organ systems but rather small components that are of interest to the medical research. The chips feature three-dimensional cross-sections of these major functional units within human organs. The chip 
has mechanical forces that can be applied to mimic the physical microenvironment of living organs. These mechanical forces can vary in type and intensity. They can be applied to a wide variety of cell organ types to simulate the specific environment that occurs at that location. For example, the mechanics of a chip can simulate breathing motions that occur in the lung or the digestion process by creating peristalsis-like deformations of the intestine cells. Let's talk about how these chips are leveraged in personalized medicine or will be leveraged in the future in personalized medicine. We can personalize drug testing by placing individual patient cells inside these chips. To do so, we take the individual's stem cells and grow them into the desired type of organ cell. This helps researchers discover the dynamic response in the individual's body to the drug during mechanically simulated but realistic cell behavior. The differentiated behaviors of one cells compared to a control group allows researchers to understand how these cells function within the unique microenvironment of that patient as an individual. In addition, chips can be linked together to sort of function as more or less organ systems. The ultimate goal of organs on chips is to recreate the small functional unit of a human organ, but not entire organs. However, these organs on chips can be linked together. By linking multiple chips together, for example, cells from your heart, along with those from your lung and even your digestive tract, for instance, researchers can take a much more holistic approach to medical research and drug discovery, better understanding how a drug might affect your body as a whole. This may even help discover and mitigate unwanted side effects of certain pharmaceuticals. So to recap, let's think about why this technology really matters. What's so great about organs on chips? Well, organs on chips are an exciting medical technology for a couple of reasons. They will improve the accuracy and efficiency of preclinical testing for medicines since they allow researchers to understand how living human organ cells respond to drugs and other treatments. Medical research can continue developing organ-specific drug delivery systems. The opportunity for this approach to bring transformational improvements in the field of personalized medicine cannot be overstated. Researchers have been able to line the chip with diseased cells from patients, and the cells retain the features of the patient cells, becoming inflamed, etc. Ultimately, organs on chips is extremely exciting. Implications of drug discovery and even more, just thinking about this technology really, really fires me up and I hope it excites you as well. This post is, uh, this kind of podcast is ultimately a summary of the human organs on chips technology that's developed at Harvard, the Weiss Institute or the Weiss Institute. I'm not exactly sure how to say it, but anyways, thank you for listening to the podcast. This is Espresso Monkey Show, and look forward to tuning in next time.